0: Up that! Ah, uh, that is a uh, fat pat. Tops drop. Woo, man, let me tell you something. You get you a candy slide with a, with a little system in the back, and you start bumping that on the freeway. Woo. Oh. Gave me life with that, Andy. Gave me life. I felt like a young person for a minute. You're right. still
1: young, Don. I don't know why you age yourself. You act like you're eighty. I know you're young. Oh,
0: yep, yeah, this is old Don Michi Unk. That's what they call me now, Unk, or old head, OG. Old head. Who
2: calls you this? I know. When you say they, who are who are they? It's just
0: the people. They they spoken. I'm Unk.
2: Mhm.
0: All right. Uh. Oh got what day is this? Tuesday. Uh, welcome, Downer first, everybody, with Kristen Kiara, eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. Always invite you into the day, to the show. Well, how are you guys doing? Other than the parking situation this year, um, I, I, I get—I'm fr- I'm afraid to park somewhere. Me too. You know, I'm like—I don't want to park in the anti-gridlock zone. I—I want to feed the meter. I don't—you know—I want to—I don't want any zombies walking around my car. You know, I want to.
1: Is that mean to say that too?
0: No, it's just the truth.
1: Come on. I don't think you're they supposed know supposed to zombies. Call people
2: zombies. I feel like that's not politically correct.
0: I'm sorry, the unhoused. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay.
2: The unhoused.
0: Mm-hmm. Those who are on withdrawal of crack. I mean, those individuals. Yes. Mat, math recreational users. I would like to keep those people away from my car. Mm-hmm. Is, is crack, crack still it? a thing? Crack is still a thing? Really? Well, you know, in our generation, crack was whack. But, but obviously not.
1: Hmm. It's
0: funny. I was uh, going to Staples, and the, the D.A.R.E. program was trying to shake me down for some money. Oh, really? Yeah. They said they, they said the, the D.A.R.E. program is no, no longer government funded.
1: Whoa. I, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't even know what the D.A.R.E. program did. All I know was D.A.R.E. and you associated that, that with not using drugs. So I don't know yeah. if that's what it was, but I don't even know the intricacies of, of the D.A.R.E. program. And I, I grew up in that D.A.R.E. program.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: You know, um, it was cool. Like, you know, they had the black T-shirts with the red lettering. There was something cool about that. And then, and then there was the word D.A.R.E. And I was like, ooh, that's kinda. Did I'm you like, give did you give him money? No, I didn't give him any money. Hmm, yeah. It's inflation. What's wrong with you? <laughs> all that all my all my donation money went into higher prices. Um Yeah, but I wonder what psychologists came up with, like the color scheme, the font, um, and the word dare.
3: Mm-hmm. We
0: need something to keep kids off of drugs.
2: Very dare. creative. Is it? Or
0: are you daring me to do drugs? No. Or I'm daring you to stay away?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, okay. Daring me stay away from drugs. Let's see here. What, what did it, drug abuse, what was it? Resistance education. Yes. That's stupid.
2: D, get, don't do drugs. A, don't have an attitude. R, respect yourself. E, educate yourself. That's should, what we learned. Shouldn't
0: it have been the, the three Ds, don't do drugs? Wouldn't that have been better? D, D, D. Don't do drugs.
2: That doesn't That doesn't flow the same as dare. D3, I guess it could have been D3.
0: Well, I guess they have a they have a tagline: "Dare to resist drugs and violence." Yeah, like, dare to resist. I dare you? But that's not a dare though. Like that's not a fun dare. I guess it's like you know, it's like a, it's like I dare you get great good grades in school. Well, okay.
1: I need proof <laughs> about the dare program because I do know it was definitely a thing, but there's so many different scams going around that I never know what is what. Oh, you One, think
0: these kids are scamming me? Well, I'll
1: tell you what's a big scam that I saw on the news, and I knew it was a yeah. scam because I saw the same picture in another city. You know those people that walk around with posters and have a picture of somebody and they need money for a funeral? Yeah, yeah.
0: So-and-so just, I, uh, help us here at the Did corner. you hear
1: that, that there's some of them that are actually legitimately scams or, you know, kids that go out there and they put a picture up of somebody and they just collect money. I saw that same picture like about a month and a half later in a different city. And I'm like, you didn't have the funeral yet? That's a lie. So I already know Well, that it's are lying.
0: Well, it's, it's a big funeral. A lot of family members want to attend. So we need to.
1: And I didn't. I, I saw people that did not even look like they could be related or possibly even friends. What not does that got to do with raising money I did the judge dead. a book by its cover. I'm not stupid. What
0: would Jesus do? <laughs> where, where is this Jesus in you?
1: Look. Aren't you going I'm to- not I'm not look at I might have instincts and that's what Jesus gave me was instincts and instincts I felt inside that it was a weird situation. I saw the same picture a couple cities down. And you know, this was like about a month and a half. I'm like that that's the same picture I saw in this they had to have had the Is it. Is it was
0: it were they Latino? Maybe you just think all Latino people look like
1: no. I they were not Latino.
2: I always feel bad too. Sometimes I want to give, and I'm like, I feel like I'm being scammed. Right yeah, now.
1: I, I I, li- I don't mind giving. <laughs> but they had a young Latino uh, girl, and these uh, young boys were Asian. Okay. And look. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not saying that they, they don't support the young Latino girl, but it was awfully suspicious to me.
0: Okay. Look, I'm, a, I'm going to give you a simple, and this is for everybody. Okay. This is a simple mathemati- mathemati- mathematical mathematical equation.
1: Uh-huh. Okay.
0: What does your heart say and then what does your brain say? And if those two things are aligned, then give.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you.
0: And if your heart says one thing and your brain says something else, or if your brain says one thing and your heart says one thing, then it's a no.
2: Yeah. That's it, a actually good advice. That is excellent if advice. both of
0: those things are aligned, and your brain may say my heart wants to give, but I'm not financially st- in a situation to give, I can't gi- then I can't give. Or your heart, your brain says, oh, "You know what? I want to give these people," but my heart says something about this guy says he's going to smoke some crack when I leave here.
1: My heart and my brain said,
0: "This is a scam." Right.
1: And <laughs> you got to trust your instinct.
2: Right. Yeah. So I don't trust. Think we trust you, that's
0: the simple equation. If you want to give to people out on the streets, your heart and your brain must align in in the giving. And if they don't align, then don't give because there's some conflict going on. And trust your instinct and the God given um... intuition and and superhero power that we have inside that we all ignore so trust that
1: I do trust that and by the way I got to give Kiara some props because this <clears> also <throat> kind of goes with what we're talking about she had mentioned right you mentioned that Hillsong documentary uh-huh. I did not watch it yet but my daughter did and she was hooked she watched every, I guess I don't know where the three up three, three up. and they're going to yeah. be
2: more they're, they're adding more episodes
1: and she said it was she, she said in her head she just kept saying I just want this over with I want this over with I just this is so she was disgusted it's so disgusting. upset and she said it was so dark. And so I said, do you think I'm going to like it? And she said that she thinks that I'm going to like it, but she doesn't think I'll watch all three because I'll be very disgusted and very upset.
2: Honestly, I think truth is really important. And I'm so glad that the women who had the, and the men who had the courage to come forth and tell their stories about what was happening to them, working there and being part of that ministry, I, it was very brave.
1: Because you've heard about Hillsong. Don. I'm surprised you never went to Hillsong. Uh, church or function? You seem to me like the type that would give that a, a chance.
0: No, we're gonna, we're going to get to that. that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we we didn't get a chance to to talk about it or, or cover it. So we're gonna we're gonna get to. Have, that.
1: But have you had experience? With
0: I, I don't them. think I've had any, any experience with Hillsong. No.
1: I wanted to go. Uh, I was just kind of curious where Justin Bieber and the Kardashians were going, and I said maybe I'll head down there one day, and I never did. Um, but I've got to see this. But I'm now I'm worried. You know? It's
2: yeah. It's I couldn't believe it. My sister and the poet and i have been processing it for like the past couple of days since we watched it
1: all i know is whoever does some of the music um you'll probably know what i'm talking about cuz this is how she, my daughter explained it to me she said i went into my spotify and deleted a lot of those songs Why, music,
2: though? music no the Why would music you part that? you have to i don't want to spoil it if yeah. you can watch it but that music part really got to me just put it this way uh, there's a lot of m- manipulation going on to make people attach to the songs and make you think that it's the Holy Spirit when really there's like a whole formula into just getting people emotional. Yeah,
1: and that's, that is, I think, what upset oh, really? her more than
0: mm-hmm. anything. So there's no real meaning so behind the music? Well,
2: no, it's not... I don't want to give it away if you guys are going to watch it. I don't want to tell you.
0: Well, I want to know. I want to know everything.
2: No, no. You got to. W- Don, could you watch something for a change? I do watch a lot of stuff. And I like for people to, to watch and make their own opinions. But I felt exactly like your daughter. You did? Okay, man. yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah,
1: because with these are songs. She goes, you'll know the songs. And she said, please just do not, until you watch it, just don't listen to that music. Because some of those songs, our church sings. And now she's like, I don't even know
2: about what's, our church.
0: What's the name of the song? Hold on. Well, it's
2: not. Not just one song. Well, no, can, it's a give, couple just, songs. Just give me
0: one song. Let me I, let me hear. I just want to hear if you guys can know. You give
2: one I don't song? know. Let me put. What is, Hill is, what is it? So many, Hill song? Hill song? They have so many Hill worship song, songs. Worship song. Like if you go to church and your church does worship, you've probably sung. Let me see here.
0: Here one of their. Oh, this one is new age churches. <laughs> is that what this is?
2: Kind of. You what a beautiful name. Who you say I am. I surrender. Oh my like, gosh. I know you they know these sing songs. This at my church.
0: Oh, this type of music here does feel good when you go to these new these new age churches. Because it doesn't seem like a church.
1: Well, my church is not new age, but they sing this. It's more like it's I feel like the music is more updated for, you know, young people. Well they're you one know? of the
2: most popular. Yeah. Like, so many uh, it's so weird. Once I a new songs song comes out I feel like every church starts singing
0: again. yeah exactly mm-hmm. maybe I should start listening I to music all the time well, we're I like you this, song. this
2: song but if you listen to the songs I don't know na- I don't know none of these is. songs this is a great song I mean I was on worship team at church so like I know most of these songs what is the a worship team hand. you know like the people who are on stage singing and, like, singing oh. and, like leading
0: uh, the choir
2: kinda oh okay. there's choir but then there's like worship, worship team. team there's yeah. like five or six people and they're standing on the stage and it's usually we don't have a full choir
0: Wow, well, I'm confused. You
2: never heard of worship teams? No, no, no,
0: no. You, wh- what are you
2: doing now? You're,
0: you're standing on the stage. You're, you're not part of the choir. No,
2: it's you can be in the choir, but a lot of times for most Sundays you don't have a full choir right. singing anymore. It's not like old days where you have like thirty <laughs> people on stage. Oh, there's not a full row. choir anymore. No, there's worship teams. Yeah, now. there's usually worship teams, and every yeah. now and then, like for Easter yeah. or a special performance, exactly. you'll have the full choir. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's just worship team.
0: I, I'm, I'm. Excuse me.
2: Really, you don't know about this? Hold
0: on, I'm. I'm confused. Okay, the worship team is a choir, but there's many worship teams inside of a church. It's not really a choir; it's
2: like five or six different people. Right, it's a quartet. Usually, maybe it could be four, and you rotate Sundays, so not everybody has to sing. Right, so there's like there's like a thousand
0: worship teams, right?
2: Sometimes, or some churches just have one worship team, and it's the same one every week. It depends on where you're going.
0: So there's a new choir basically every weekend, but it's
1: not a choir. But you're singing. But yeah, but singing. it's not a choir. Yeah.
0: Are you doing some crump dancing for Jesus? And I'm like, well, what else are you doing? Because a choir to me is singing. So, so,
1: so there might be one person and then maybe like somebody, like at our church, there's like one main girl and then you have like a drummer and a guitarist. Then you got another woman there who like kind of sings too at the same time. So you're in the yeah. band. Right? So it's it's like a band, so to speak. Yeah, but it's, it's a kind worship of a band. Team.
2: That's a good way to describe yeah, it. Okay, it's, it's a worship a band. team. Kind of a okay, so worship band.
0: It's a worship band. Does the, do, do, does the band change too?
2: Uh, sometimes, yeah. Oh, so
0: basically, they're spreading out the load of carrying the music amongst a vast majority of individuals to come and serve this way is that what we're doing
2: yeah kind got of. it
0: okay okay yeah okay so so you don't have to be obligated if you can't do it i can pick a day here
2: and you can yeah you pick w- your sundays although if your church is smaller you might just have everybody like there's one yeah. worship team and you all have to sing everybody. did you guys have
0: nicknames like we're worship team goddess and um, worship no, team I mean, jesus some
2: churches will be like your team a your team b your team c so you know like mm-hmm. which week but basically what i'm saying is a lot of churches with worship teams they're all singing hill songs. Is
0: everybody? So they what are. is? So, they are uh, all right. Listen, look, look, This is getting complicated here. I'm, I, I, you know, you <laughs> well, think answer your question. Peter. Go to church your whole life and you learn something new. You Different th- things you, change. You th- well, it's not supposed to. It's just Jesus. It's I know, but changed. churches
1: evolve. I mean, you know, as you know, we're, <laughs> we're
0: going to find another book in the Bible. Hey, this one was written in 2022. I
2: mean, it depends on the type of church you go to. But now, a lot of it is mood lighting. The yes. lights go down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a smoke it's, machine. It's
0: psychological things in place to leave you feeling better
2: yes that has nothing to do with god or the holy but spirit but i don't know if that's, that's a bad it, thing
0: though i mean if you could go to a place listen because well, this this yeah, well, the there's psychology which i love in the bible and then that there is the word of god that we're, we're also talking and so there's a blending of two things so listen we're, we're, we're gonna get to that have your friend with the book, reach out to me. I got to reach out to the yoga lady that reached out oh to yeah. me. Oh, yeah.
2: She hit me up on Instagram. I was like, uh-oh, she's following up because Don didn't email me. No, no,
0: no, no. I, I, I've i been meaning I'll email her to the show. And
2: um, re- reach out to my mom because she oh, keeps telling me. To, I'm like, mom, you have his. No, number.
0: no, no. no. I'm, I'm in the middle just, of voiceover work right now, so i just. And
2: I've, everybody, go to BarnesandNoble.com or Amazon.com and type in "Therapy Isn't Just for White People" and go pre-order my there book. You go. It is available Yay. for pre-order.
0: All right. Support and, and, your girl Kiara. And for Krista, go feed a stray cat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> more <laughs> of this conversation when we come forward. To KBLA Talk 15. A safe place to go loud, loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Appetite. Less BS per broadcast. Fewer microaggressions per megawatt. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Oh, hey, welcome back, Donny, everybody, Kristen, Kiara, eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. You know, we're talking about this Hillsong uh, Church, which had a couple pastors um, resign. There is a documentary on Netflix.
2: No, it's on Paramount Plus, I believe. Is I that I'm what a- it was, or something Plus? Discovery Plus. Discovery Plus. Discovery plus. Oh, that reminds
0: yeah. me. You know, um, let's see here. Hey Siri, remind me when I get home to cancel Spectrum <laughs> seven day trial.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got to put those. Rem- those. Yeah. Well, they
0: gave me. That. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. All right. Yeah, they gave they gave me a seven day trial, and I only took it for the free. Peacock, ah! Uh, but now Will Smith slapped everybody. I don't know if I, I'll be traumatized watching Peacock. Oh now. my
2: gosh, that's so <laughs> no, dramatic! No, not.
0: Um, all right, so so we, we we were talking about the new before we get into the Hillsong fiasco here. We're talking about um, church and a lot of these new age churches or these new churches that have popped up. Are so non-traditional into, in, in in regards to the Baptist upbringing that I've been to, or even the Kojic. It's just designed differently. It's almost like you're attending a concert. You mm-hmm. come as you are, so you don't have to like dress up in your Sunday's best. They've got coffee in the background waiting for you, and they greet you with. It's very mood lit. It's and, it's, and the service is short, I, or, it, or or uh, it's filled with brevity. I should say it, it is not very long it's 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 almost structured very well to where you like you know what's going to happen in and out
2: within an hour and a half
0: right which i appreciate cuz i'm not the type that i listen i got a short attention span you know i'll forget who i'm talking to in a minute okay. um but they but but i is it wrong for these churches to do these little tricks which is the mood lighting which is the musical selection that is not antiquated uh or uh, biblical in nature i guess you can say Um, I
2: think it's still biblical. Well, I mean, I think the messaging, the messaging is, but the the music is is updated, but it's still, I mean, when you're talking about Hillsong, I don't think there's like issues with the lyrics like, oh, this isn't biblical from, I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but more or less. It, I, th- I think it's it's cool to try to take advantage of all the resources that you have so that you can get your message out to as many people. Totally understand that. But when you start getting into psychological manipulation, like see which chords have the most people crying at service so that we can use those because we know that that's going to get people. Mm-hmm. And it's not really uh, so that we, because keep in mind, they're a business. They have like actual LLCs and music corporations. And so don't get it twisted. The stream matter it's a big business yeah
0: I'm talking about music like this though people out today this this is what I'm talking about this old school type
2: yeah but right music that this is what I went to when I went to church Christian also used to kind of sound like this though too
0: this is what I when I went to church this is what it sounded like
2: I would be asleep. right (laughs) you and me both
4: I mean, you know, it's just
0: like you got to sit there and listen to it, you know. You're just like, ah, you know. But then you go to the Hillsong Church and you listen to the music they got. That there's something that feels good about that.
1: It definitely is hypnotic, and I think it's mesmerizing. I know when I when I change churches, and I the church I go to, they play this music. It's like. Wow, because it's so loud. Intentionally, they make it very loud and very powerful, and you just get lost into it. So, I, and, that's... and
2: it's if when you're in a space like that and you're emotionally open, yes, and then you combine that with a lot of psychological manipulation, it gets real culty and dangerous. And that's what the documentary gets. out. It starts out with Carl Lentz, who I think we talked about him on this show. He was pastor and was shaming all these other women in his church for having premarital sex mm-hmm. and making them break up and saying you're sinful. Meanwhile, he was sleeping with this uh, woman downtown, drinking tequila, telling her you're the best sex I've ever had. He oh was married by God. the way. With the well, whole I family. need you
0: to separate the pastor from the man from the person. Yes. Can you there's do the that for pastor, me? Pastor, the, the Lord. Person. Jesus
4: in the name of the Lord. Hey, yeah, this, this is, I'm this is, this is,
0: this is what I, when I went to church, this is what I, what I had to deal with. You know
2: that doesn't sound like any church that I've. No, this
0: through. is. I'm telling you, this is the, like this is what at my church, this is what we went through. You know.
4: Amazing! I want people to sing with me too. Amazing grace. No, no, no. How sweet the sound. Yes, Lord.
0: Bring
4: mm-hmm. me. Yeah.
2: A second verse, this one you got to go to the bathroom. On, this one you got to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, I'll <laughs> be right back. And then you get out of there. He's singing for
0: God. Wow, Oh God, you guys are so ungodly. I'm
2: not. What would neither, Jesus
0: neither, do? No, but
2: if we're not. We're just,
0: Jesus didn't go to church. Okay, okay. Um. So I do. Do you feel there's something wrong with the hypnotizing and the setting of the new churches that they're placing you in? If you put it all
2: together, yes, I think if it's just if it's just a church where the you know that you want to play the type of music that people like, nothing wrong. Well, you
0: think there's something wrong with inviting you in to church and setting the mood and the sound and the word. Uh, in such a way that leaves you feeling better than you walked in is that not a benefit
2: well it depends because think about a relationship is it wrong to woo somebody into you're so beautiful and make them feel good no is it wrong to do that get them comfortable and then take advantage of them right. when that when they're at their lowest yes right. so you got to look at the whole picture and also, last thing, yeah, let me yeah, just say
1: something yeah. real quick. You have to be careful with what you're taking in. And so I'm thinking if I'm taking in something, that it's something good for me to take in. If I'm finding out that the intention behind the music is something completely different, uh, I I don't think that that's a good thing. That's just right. how if I feel. If the intention
2: is we just want to make money and take advantage of people and not we just want to put these messages into the world because we think they'll make the world a better place because they're well, filled I, with I, godly I visitors. always assume
0: that's the... Well, that's that's why you have to
2: watch the documentary, and there are people that work there. I mean, they were covering up so much sexual assault, and it's just—it's really—it's really really hard to watch.
1: That's exactly what I heard. There, there was so much that. My sexual daughter. assault or misunderstanding? Oh, no no, 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 That's what I heard. I heard it was some sexual assault. and
2: One girl had to get her dad involved because they wouldn't take her seriously. And they'd be like, oh, well, don't tell anybody. we got to keep this on the wraps to protect the pastors.
0: Yes. What would Jesus
1: do? And there, the, 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 one, the only other thing that my daughter said was somebody was not supposed to be pastoring. And they said that the son was defending him mm-hmm. and said that he wasn't. And he still was. But he, you know, um, liked, I guess, little ones that weren't of the same sex or something like that. Oh, yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And she knows stuff like that will be a big trigger for me. It'll upset me.
0: I know I know somebody at Paramount. Can I get a login from Paramount Plus from somebody? Nia has
2: one. I'll I'll send it to
0: you. All right. listen, uh, more of this conversation. We're talking about Hillsong Church when we come forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580
4: of public health.
0: Find a righteous rage and don't be afraid to say what you see. We're KBLA Talk
3: 1580.
0: Alright, uh, welcome back to music everybody. I'm Kristen Kiara. We're talking about the Hillsong Church here. I've had to sign up for 20 streaming services just to get in. You'll... And
2: people on Twitter have been going in. There's another group called Bethel. Bethel Music. They're also really big. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's La there too. So people are like, "Where's the Bethel? documentary coming out oh, really? oh they, they put it
0: like mm-hmm. a book wow home welcome home critical mass and revelations mm. is it just a three series documentary i
2: think they're going to be releasing more episodes but so far there's three
0: all right discovery enough with the thx dolby sound digital i like sounds. those sounds I, I did story too. from a
3: former student let's see here The student says look i'll talk to you i'll tell you what you need to."
0: now are, are we distinguishing this documentary from hillsong Australia?
2: No, it's all the same. It's all and they they're they're like a six part business. There's my sister was trying to remind me about. It. It's like the church that church you're actually going to. Yeah, I don't even know. If I th- that's probably a five hundred one c three, but I'm not sure. All the other ones are corporations. Mm-hmm. There's like the music label and then the actual distribution. Then there's the conferences and something else too. It's like it's, a whole oh, it's a whole corporation. business, in, huh? Yeah. Oh, and the school. They have an academy. Oh, that's dope. I mean. It well, could be.
0: Well, I mean, if you're trying to, and then they like, have
2: really rule like strict rules, like if you have sex or drink, you get kicked out. But meanwhile, the people who are, are they, running the school, <laughs> they are, can do it, oh, doing are, all kinds of crazy things. Oh, they're, thing. they're
0: evangelicals.
1: Yeah, I was, yeah. Do they fall under that umbrella? Umbrella? I mean,
2: evangelical is a weird term. I mm-hmm. think so, a lot of Hillsong affiliated churches are evangelical, but there are also a lot of more non denominational type yeah. churches, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, there's a there's a pastor I follow in. Um, Moscow, Idaho, um, and I really like him. Uh, I don't think I could live up to the standards that he puts in his church, though, <laughs> because he's very serious. Um, What's his name? Moscow, Idaho pastor. His name is Doug. Hold on, I'll tell you right now, but he's doing, he's mimicking. His name is Doug Wilson. So Doug Wilson, he's pastor of Christ Church, but he's mimicking what they did um after jesus died and and how they like uh how they were circulating letters and 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 material of the church he's got a he's got a he's got a press arm of the church that puts out nothing but christianity type works hmm. and then there's a school uh logos uh school uh, uh of i think it's a christian school also that he has you know what i 'm saying so there's the church and he's a he's a he's a strictly evangelical you're not Women are not preaching. You guys are running. You're the executive of the household. You know what I'm saying. You guys are you guys are playing your role as the men are playing their role inside the church together. So it's extreme. So so
1: what do you like about him? What what about him attracts you? That strictness.
0: It's his his uh, his unwavering faith in God. It
2: sounds like he sounds like a white man version of Kevin Samuels. <laughs> yeah,
0: it seems like Don likes that. Yeah. No, he's not a white version of Kevin Samuels. He is following a book and a version of Christianity, and he's following it to the T.
2: The way he interprets it.
0: Well, he's fo- yeah. Okay, okay. That, that that's fair. That's fair.
2: He's basically like. I'm a high value God of man. And if you want to be a woman of faith, then you need to play your role.
1: Is that what you want like in your next relationship? Because it says, you know, in life we have different paths that we go through, right? So you're in a different path now than the path you were, you know, in your 20s. Now that you're 40 years old, you're going down a different path. Do you want that path where you're with somebody who mostly like if you get in another relationship, you'd like her to be the homemaker. You're the one who works and you come home and then you guys talk about the bible you go to church is that what you're looking for
0: um not necessarily i'm looking for teamwork to come together and work together i think that's more important to me as a partner you know there are certain things that need more attention it's like children that we need to focus on and come up with a plan for but i'm not relegating you to cooking and cleaning and being home
1: are you looking for somebody who aligns with your beliefs because that's very important in your next relationship. You have to be on the same level when it comes to what you think about God and religion. Well, we yeah. Well, that's, that's, we still
0: a, um, that's still a walk that I'm on. You know, as far as here I'm confronted uh, in my walk with God with various uh, different uh, versions of Christianity or Islam or Judaism. Or, so you're
1: easily swayed.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not easily swayed. What I'm saying is that I don't know what the answer is. I don't know.
1: Then how can you say that you're not easily swayed? Let's say you have a powerful woman that meets everything that you want, you know, in a relationship, but she might not be Christian. Maybe she's Muslim.
0: Yeah. I, so I then I you have would, a problem with that.
1: Then you would be able to look into her religion and uh, change.
0: So, so here's the thing. When it comes to religion, as I do a massive deep dive into religion, um, what religion, what 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 I'm starting to look at is nothing more than life discipline. And here's a discipline for your life so it doesn't get out of chaotic order. Um, I view the religion different than my relationship with God, if that makes sense. It does. You know what I'm saying? My relationship with God transcends the religion the religion is kind of like help you know and so i look at you know if you listen you, you've got judaism and then you've got christianity which is judaism 2.0 and then you've got islam which is judaism 3.0 you know could because they're all coming from the source material of judaism but if you start even looking at judaism even that's kind of weird in itself is that there were multiple tribes that believe multiple things inside of Judaism even Moses Moses is not necessarily real if you go back to the historians and they talk about that they believe there was somebody who had a similar name who had the story kind of uh, um, there a certain tribe of, of slaves that escaped with this story that later can reconnected with what are now the Jews over time that story morphed into um, um, what they believe, and, and if you looked at the northern and southern kingdoms of Israel, they both believe different things. And then when the northern kingdom collapsed, everybody moved down into the southern kingdom, and the the stories merged. That's why you get different versions of stories when it comes to looking at Judaism. And this is from a historical standpoint. You got you got to look at that. You know, as far as when it comes to God, I I don't know what the answer is, but there's something attractive when I look at when I look at a Doug Wilson's church of his discipline and his faith and his um, wanting to live by these principles There's something attractive about that because he's he is blocking out a lot of the chaos that man puts in our lives that we all put in our lives and tuning it out trying to follow discipline i don't know what the right discipline is
2: i that's so interesting that you say that for me and i think you can kind of separate religious practice from your relationship with god i feel like and i felt this myself i've felt it from other people who say they've also felt it too. And even watching the documentary, sometimes it feels like people are just using the religion as an excuse to gain power and attention and money. And a lot of these like pastors and stuff, it's, they tried to, you know, one woman I used to follow Heather Lindsay was like, she tried to be an MTV, J- VJ and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, who's the other black guy I talk about all the time. He was trying to be like, put out worldly music and it didn't work out. And it's like, all right, well, I guess i got to find another way to build a fan base, and then they start a church.
1: Yeah, I know. That's so disappointing.
0: Right, because it's, it's, a, it's, it's a mainstream thing yeah. that you can kind of capture a school of fish with.
2: And get tax write-offs. And get tax yeah. write-offs. Lots you know what I'm saying?
0: Uh, let's go to Emerge real quick. Uh, what's going on, Emers and Gardena? What's up, man?
4: What's up, family? How we doing? Good. Can't complain. Yeah, another subject. Okay, first of all, I want to say I've never been to a New Age church, so I can't really speak on it like that. My church is old school, you know, been there for years and years and years, Uh born and raised there. My family's been born and raised there. So, you know, we're pretty solid as far as we know the pastor, we know what's going on with it. Yeah. And I always thought, you know, I was kind of taught that you could judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. Yeah. So if you go in there, our pastor will tell you, you know, and he's a fire and brimstone type of pastor. He passed away, but, you know, rest in peace, uh, Pastor Stafford. He tells you. My church, you know, my church is not for everybody. If you don't like it, go to another church, but go to somebody's church that talks about Jesus, that Mm -hmm. says that Jesus is the only way. So right then and there, he's not trying to collect members as in he's trying to say, get people saved. So I always said, okay, he's coming at it. Correct. And he was like, you know, you guys give money if you got it. I don't have nothing to do with the treasury thing. That's a whole different department. I don't want my hands nowhere near it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so funny you you say
2: the money thing, because on the documentary, talk about how people were using the, well, people at the church were using the tithe money and going to get like $5,000 sneakers.
4: Mm. Right, right. And and I'm sure they they do. And like you said, you judge a tree. If you see them with that, hey, go find another church. But don't turn against, a lot of people turn against God because they see, a, a one-church or two-church do the wrong thing. They, You know, they kill the messenger. That's just another way Satan is using it, Yeah,
0: to absolutely.
4: kill the messenger, because you get disgruntled, man. And,
0: and you sh- Yeah, you and I, should kill the messenger.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, Don, I had, I had mixed it up with Danny Moore a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. and we were talking about whether, you know, Jesus is the only way to salvation. I said yes. He said his mama feels that way, but he said no. But I noticed you called in right after me, and you basically told him the same thing that I said, but I came in a fire and brimstone type of approach, <laughs> <laughs> and you came in a more you know Jesus is love and this is that and He is the way you know. And Danny was like, man, I don't know this and that. And I asked my pastor. I said, you know, am I doing wrong by coming fire and brimstone? Because uh, one of the guy you know, one of the radio, one of the radio dudes came kind of a different approach with Jesus, mm-hmm. and he gave me an example. He's like, it's like if you have a child and you want your child to do a task, and you can either. Promise that child if you do it, I'll give you uh, ice cream and cookies or whatever. You give you something to reward you, or you could tell them I'm going to put something on your behind if you don't do it. Both ways are correct, but it's just a matter of how you're going to do it. Hmm. And also, probably depends
2: on on the kid because, sir. Like for me, I don't respond well people trying to yell at me or push me into certain things. It mm-hmm. actually just makes me turn away. Some people, like okay. I know on sports teams, you know, you might have guys and you're yelling at them and you're like, oh, I'm encouraging you and they feel encouraged. And they're like, yeah, me, you do that to me, I'm walking off the court. Mm-hmm. So you got to know your kid.
4: Right. That's true. That's true. You're right about that. But I was just, you know, um, you said that both ways were effective. And so I was like, okay, uh, you know, I just learned one want to from it.
0: You say what say it one more time?
4: No, no, no. I said I just did not want to You like I don't want people to turn away because they have a go to a bad church or something. Yeah, I think, you something know, like
0: that, you know. When I was talking about um Canon Press is, is what you should look up for Doug Wilson. When I when I looked up there, I think I think that this pastor is holding you accountable to the church. And it's uh-huh. a very interesting thing because I've never really experienced that to a certain extent. You know, church is kind of like come as you go, but he's like, "No, if you're going to be part of this church, be a part of Of the church, which is like, hmm.
2: I think my take just watching the documentary and having my own experiences sometimes Uh to your point because I I agree with everything that you're saying it's really easy to attribute things that we hate about man to God and that's not fair Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of times even in this documentary you'll see people saying hey don't share your terrible experience don't share how you were abused don't share what happened because we have to protect the brand because if we don't protect the brand we won't get people and I don't believe that that's the right approach I think it just makes people not trust you and I think people would actually trust trust people in the church more if they were like Look, we're going to be transparent. This happened. It's not okay. It happened on our wa- watch. We're going to work through it. Because when you hide it, it's like, you don't care about telling me the truth. You're not trying to protect me. You're trying to protect yourself.
1: Exactly. And there, there's been exactly. a lot of bad press about Hillsong. I mean, it, it's from the, the pastor that Justin Bieber, I just don't know that the guy's oh, name. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that, that was the, pastor. the Carl Lentz one. Yeah. yeah. That, that, the, so it started out with him. And then all of a sudden, it just started to spiral down where you're just hearing all these different stories. There were new, two
2: new pastors pastor stepped down this week, yeah. one stepped down, I think, Brian Houston last week. It's just, yeah, right. a lot coming out. They want to be rock
4: star, rock star pastors, yeah. Kiara, uh, you know what? Real quick, before I go, uh, we had talked about something a couple months ago, but we, we were up against it, and we didn't get to finish it. You had a different view on uh, eternal punishment and what happens after you if you don't accept Christ and where you go. And I was curious to hear it, but we never got it back around. Oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. you remember that? Yeah, All, right. Yeah.
0: All right. Say, say that. So, so your, your, What was the question again?
4: Uh, what happens uh, when you die?
0: Okay, what happens when you, you happen die, right? When
4: you die. Yeah, yeah. Ki- Kiara had a whole different point, but she couldn't get it off because you were up against
0: it. All right, so listen, I'm up so. against it. I'm up against it again. Image <laughs> will answer it on the air when we come forward, okay?
4: I appreciate it. Love y'all. All right, thank
0: you, man. Love you too. I right, appreciate it. All right, listen, man, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't, but don't let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk
3: 1580.
0: All right, uh, before we move on, uh, Emmerich asked a question about what Kiara's thoughts are on the afterlife. Do you burn in hell? Do you go to heaven? Is there are you just rotten in the ground? So you these just are sleep? just
2: these are just my thoughts. Um, I've done a lot of research on this. It started when I was listening to this podcast called "God Is Gray." And the woman started talking about how she didn't know if hell was a real place and started talking about universalism and started talking about the word, the original words that we use in the Bible, which is Sheol, which we don't even talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. And how in her setting, she had come to believe that Jesus came to spread the good news, which is you're, you're not going to burn in hell. Like Jesus died for all of your sins and she starts talking about you know to be a Christian means to believe in Jesus but like what does believe mean how do you measure belief do you believe that he exists do you believe that he exists and died for your sins do you believe that he exists died for your sins and there's a trinity there's just there's a lot in there so she started doing research so there's this book called heaven and hell by Bart Ehrman Mm -hmm. and he love Bart he really gets into, if you're into historical, just studying, and his thing was early Christianity for the first like couple hundred years, nobody talked about hell. It actually wasn't a thing, this idea of burning eternally until we started talking about... Um, like Dante's Inferno. And there started being all these ideas about what hell was. And suddenly there was this picture of like little red devils running around. Just a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't even in the Bible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that is kind of when we started to believe in hell. And if you look at the Bible, there's a lot of stuff, for example, saying if you don't believe in me, then you'll perish. But if you're perishing, then that means you're not living eternally in hell. So, I know for a lot of people, if you grew up believing in hell, it all sounds very crazy, but I encourage you to just do your own research, because I think naturally, even for me, with like listening to certain things, I'll push back and be like, that's not what I was taught, or Mm -hmm. you're trying to get me to question my belief. But I'm a big proponent of doing your own research, and looking up your own definitions, like not just taking someone else's word, for it and in my reading of the bible and who god is when we think about the poster child for hell we think about hitler right why because he was taking a whole bunch of people who didn't believe like he believed and was throwing them in pits of fire so it's kind of weird to say that god is going to take a whole bunch of people in my opinion who don't believe like you believe and throw them in a pit of fire like isn't that our poster definition for what satan is and so that just got me thinking um, and yeah, in my reading of the Bible, it's God died for all of us.
0: Yeah, Bart is an American scholar. That guy he started off as a Christian, became an atheist. Not, and I think he, I forgot what he said if he reverted back to Christianity or not. And this is the issue with being a historian and, and reviewing the source material and the historical aspect of um, Christianity. It can be hard. It could shake your faith a little bit because you're looking at the man, what's left of the archaeological record that's left that's different than maybe what you've been what you have been taught growing up and
2: i think questioning is actually good and healthy like Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people who start to question and then how i would call deconstructing what they've been taught and then sometimes they land on atheism and sometimes they land on agnostic but a lot of times you start to grow and spiritually you might even come back but it's a different version of your faith where you've built it up for yourself not based off what someone's told you based off your own research and then it's more convicting like I'm gonna be more convicted in something after I've gone through my journey, as opposed to some random person just tells you to believe it. I'm like, who are you? Why did, should I just take your word for did it? Did
0: we? Uh, did we got one break? Oh, one, oh we we gotta take a stop. Okay, yeah, I want to play. You. So this is why I like Doug Wilson, who is a pastor in Moscow, Idaho, of Christ Church. Um, he, he he comes across almost as a father figure for the church, and I don't. And that's probably what he is supposed to. Although I look at his wife, and I'm like blink if you want me to rescue you when I look at Doug, line, you're doing I'm... a
3: blog series on relationship advice to a fictional nephew what got you started thinking about that mm. so what got me i don't know what got That's me Doug started. right there um, it's a perennial topic we live in a college town every spring mm-hmm. you know uh, you've got relationships forming um, young people coming to me or to my wife mm-hmm. about relationships what do i do uh, i think he's interested so what if he doesn't ask or how do i find out the uh, her dad's phone number you know there's yeah. all kinds of practical questions like that and th- that's one half of it the other half is a tragic reality of modern life which is all the stranded singles all the mm-hmm. stranded unmarrieds uh people who would like to be married and are not mm-hmm. and uh, and i've Seen this topic come up at Presbytery meetings and pastors talking about, I've got this lovely young lady in my congregation who would love to be a wife and a mom, but there's nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when I got married in 1975, I was 22, my wife was 23, and we were right in the middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. That's when people got married. You graduated from college and you got married, mm-hmm. um, and uh, now, the average age is something like 28, 29,
0: 30. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to continue some of this. I want to get, we'll get to what he says about relationship advice, but But he offers a lot of guidance rooted in the Bible is what it what it is. Uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580
2: Santa Monica. I'm I love it. You get so excited.
0: So, I don't know why Texas hip-hop hits me so hard. I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's because I grew up in the projects and I relate to the music because it's so street.
2: Or what was happening in your life at that time? Uh, Horrible misery. Oh, my god, I was married in that time? So maybe music was (laughs) your escape?
0: Well, I was programming a radio station, so picking music was my job. And so picking, scheduling... Doing a, a nighttime show, um, you know, what I'm saying. So I was at the forefront of a lot of the music. So I, ca- I caught it. Like once you're once you're so in tune with music, you can pick the hits when they come out because you can just hear it and you know where the music's going. And so I would gotten that good to where I could pick the hits um, that were coming out because you could just hear it. And so I got a chance to meet a lot of these people, got a chance to listen to the music, and then I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just there's just something about the street street life projects that, that that hit home either to my childhood um and so i identified with it
2: mm-hmm. with the cars bouncing up and down well i mean
0: that you know what i'm saying the gutter you know what i'm saying i mean it, it was more so a culture that i was part of and i loved i loved to screw music i love texas hip-hop music i loved them candy painted cars sitting on them 26s and 24s and 22s you know what I'm saying, um, you know, we ride we ride uh, slabs or, or DTSs or you know or or, or in Texas. You know what I'm saying? So it was just it was a lifestyle and I was in the middle of it and it was growing up in it. So well, I just
2: I can definitely say you're consistent. Yeah. You like what you like. I
0: love what I like. Lo- listen. Yeah, what's the theory? So when you when you consider southern music, right? Yeah. Texas and let's say
4: Atlanta, Georgia, for example.
0: Texas southern hip-hop music Way different than Atlanta, Georgia Gives me west coast vibes It California is California because it's laid back. laid back But when you think about ATL Georgia Although it's southern It still gives me east coast, coast. vibes mm. So you know that's my theory And that's probably okay, You know you're from maybe, the west coast maybe. So that's what it could be You know there there's Maybe that might be it Because a lot of the music Was kind of laid back And just very just chill You know I think also Smoking out to a lot of this music uh, You know hot boxing in the car I remember one time we were sitting there listening. I mean, we would sit there and hotbox in the car for hours. And I remember I drank a Zima one time. I, I don't even know why I, I went to the store and got a Zima. I was like, "Oh, a Zima! I hadn't seen one in a decade." I
1: know, I loved it. Right, I
2: was like, loved it. Zima in the, in, like four
0: Loco. It. What is Zima? Zima's wine. Is it? Is it's a it wine cooler. The, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's like Smirnoff's.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. My, yeah. So, But they did a massive advertising campaign back in the 80s and early 90s. So that's why I was, nobody drinks Zima anymore. And I was, I was shocked they still made it. I was like, oh, a Zima. But there's a problem when you mix heavy smoking with alcohol or wine coolers. It can upset your stomach. Mm-hmm. And I got so intoxicated that I couldn't move. Oh. Because we were hotboxing in a car. So if you've ever been in a, a hotbox, you're getting super high. I literally had to open the door and fall out of the car. Oh,
2: my gosh.
0: Crawl on the grass and throw Poor up thing. the Zima.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. And
0: the minute I threw the Zima yes. up, I was fine. I was like, oh, my God. So mixing alcohol and smoking, does not it doesn't really work because you've got something, your stomach's trying to digest something, and then you've got this weed in your system, so it doesn't really work too well. But we used to listen to DJ DMD, Hulk, Fat Pat, you know what I'm saying? And then, there, and then there's a lot of other... Um, artists who were just coming up during during that time and it's just it just hits home with me I don't I don't know I don't know maybe because I saw its rise also you know okay. just like like West Coast hip hop is to me is you know it's the chronic you know I, I I was living when it was coming up uh, yeah I do get geeked on that music I'm sorry that's okay I, 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 I took a whole look, 10 minutes
2: by all means be passionate look there are
0: a few things that really get me geeked that's one of them
1: oh yeah music gets me geeked too I love music yeah but I mean you call
0: my music demonic
1: well, you know, I was on the way home, I was listening to, uh, this was last week, and I thought of you, because I, I turned on um, one of those channels on Sirius XM, yeah. and uh, they played all this Texas, the slowed down stuff, and I thought of you, and I was like, if Don had Sirius XM, I'd tell him to, to listen to it, but it was all slowed down stuff.
0: You want to hear some hip song music, Slow Down?
1: Yeah, let's try it. It still doesn't sound demonic. <laughs> <Yeah>. I
2: know. <laughs>
0: Well, maybe this is a new genre. Nobody's chopping and screwing the, uh, let's see, song Chopped and Screwed.
2: You know what version I like of songs don't make fun of me? I like Alvin and the Chipmunk version. Aw,
1: that's so cute. <laughs> they are cute, the Alvin and the Chipmunk. Right? They're really
2: cute.
0: Yeah, they're chopping and screwing a, a Christian song.
2: Doesn't hit the same... <laughs> sounds depressing.
0: Let's see. Here's, here's United stand.
2: Chopped.
0: They're clickbaiting me with the titles. It says Hillsong. St-
2: I think that is Hillsong their United. The stand. Chopped and screwed. No,
0: Chopped and Screwed is uh... a.
2: Oh he- like here here version. here
0: we go. It's called Chopped and Blessed.
2: Chopped and Blessed.
0: Chopped and Blessed is what they call.
2: You call me
0: out in life.
2: Yeah. It's just slowed down. Yeah. It's just so Low. chopped to me. You need to play, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh, put your records on. Now that's a song. <laughs>
0: See when you when you're high and you're listening to music like this, that's slowed
2: down. I'm chilling with my oh you no! Know. See, do you understand what I'm, I'm talking me about? It
1: just sounds weird to me. It's uncomfortable. Well, see, look, it—it it, 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 it depends who you're around. When you're around somebody who's high and looks like in their eyes, like they want to, you know, slit your throat, it's scary.
0: So this is the demonic music you were talking about. Yes. So this is chopped and screwed. Well, okay, listen. So let me let me let me preface this for my uh, Texas people listening. You can't really chop and screw something anymore because the only person who could chop and screw something was DJ Screw, right? So, when you, and, and, and the purists of the chopped and screwed movement will call you out on the floor and say, Your music's not chopped and screwed, but DJ Screw's taken on a, his genre of music is taken, or style of music is taken on a life of its own. So, everybody calls it chopped and screwed, but you can't officially chop and screw something if you're not DJ Screwed, because he can only do that. All right? That's why you call your music uh, chopped and slowed down. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Or slow, lo- slow, loud, and banging. If you look at my email address, the first few words of my email address are slab. Slow, loud, and banging. All right. So, th- so oh, that-
2: that's what that means.
0: Yes. Slab. I thought
2: it was like a slab of meat. No. <laughs> I know, no. Right? I was like, well, that's a little weird. Slow, loud. <laughs> la- <laughs> I
0: like my music slow, loud, and banging.
2: I was like, wow, Don loves ham. No. <laughs> so, so, that's
0: what this music is. <laughs> Opposite track, and hoes choose Max, and I'll some act. And so they actually do this on the radio like around midnight, kind of like the new slow grooves, you know. And so the DJ repeating is him chopping it up. The screwed part is it slowed down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yes, it may sound like demonic music to you. Yes. But it's more like drug music.
4: It's Uh... more like I'm
0: it's like I'm smoking a blunt. I'm chilling at the house. We got Madden going. I throw this on in the background and we just we passing the blunt around. Maybe it's a male thing. Maybe that. I'm definitely.
2: sure there are lots of women who like that music. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm sure there are. It's, but it's more yeah. of a
0: regional thing. It's not a. It's if you ask somebody here that, that what they, do they like chop and scoop music? Very probably small percentile of it. That they, they may know who Mike Jones, they bump, still tipping and stuff Ooh, like that. Mike Jones. Right, but but if you go down south to Texas, Louisiana, they like they like the music slowed down a little bit. Hmm. So that demonic. Why do you myth. think that is? I think it's just, I think, I think they realize people are smoking out to it. And the music gets harder when you're high. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's really, it, it takes a blunt. And an hour of your time to really understand how it may, how the music and hitting smoking marijuana make you feel.
1: I think it, it. now that does make sense because there's a lot of people who love reggae music and certain types of reggae music where they love to you know smoke a bong or smoke marijuana and it's just this relaxing mm. feeling with the yeah. Caribbean sounds.
0: Yeah, so it's that's what it was. It was mm-hmm. demonic.
1: Well, it sounded demonic to me. <laughs>
0: What did you feel like I was gonna like take you to some dark alley? Yes, and, I thought you were gonna kill, kill me. You?
1: I did. I thought you were going to physically harm me. <sighs> I was worried. I was like, uh oh. Wow. Cause okay. you looked you looked like you were really high. And really angry. And then you turned on that music. And I was like, oh, no. He's going <laughs> to oh, hurt me and no. throw me in the water. <laughs> and nobody will find me. Nobody knows where I am. Oh, my
0: God. What else is going on in that mind of yours? Oh, i got to do grocery shopping if I make it out of here tomorrow. i got to pick up some kitty <laughs> later.
2: I've, and- I've seen those on like Facebook where what the woman is thinking, that the man is thinking. Yeah. Like, oh, we're sitting in silence. He's thinking about the argument we had. I should say something. And you get to the guy's. A uh, head and it's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. No, no, he was really quiet. And, but but and and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, um, I'm really scared because the water's right here and he's playing this music and all I need is for him to snap in his head and say, I'm going to hurt Krista. Because a lot of times, you know, when you're really high or you've been drinking a lot, you don't think logically. I had a friend who was on PCP and tried to throw me off a cliff at Griffith Park. No. I was terrified. And I was like, please don't do this well, to why? me. I was so scared. He was just so high.
2: Was he, was he trying to make a joke like, ha ha? No,
1: he was talking about how he was miserable and how... Um, Uh, Jim Morrison was his dad and left him. I mean, he was in another planet. And I didn't understand what was going on. But his brother was there and he said, you know, he pretty much handled the situation for us. But he literally wanted to shove me because he just looked at me as evil for some reason. I don't know. Oh, my God. And and not believing him about Jim Morrison. It was the most bizarre thing. I didn't talk to him after that ever again because I was scared. I didn't know he did PCP. That's terrible. I can't even
0: imagine. And I'm going to tra- throw you in the water. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was trauma. I was worried about Don because I know, had trauma. It's
0: very interesting to find out what people think of you. I'm really I'm just <laughs> really going to say that. Um, <laughs> well,
2: oh. I learned something new. I seriously thought that you just love slabs of meat. I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm not kidding. I have really thought that that's what I've never heard slab used in any other way.
0: Slow, loud.
2: I learned something new. And
0: banging. That's how we music. like our music. Um, Disney on Ice tickets. We're giving them away. Um, shouts out to Dwayne Cofield. Now, listen, you can go register on the website. Um, go to our website and, and register. There's a banner right at the top. Uh, and all you got to do is click on the banner. You can register to win these Disney on Ice four pack of tickets. So, shouts out to Dwayne Cofield. We're going to be giving away, um, a family four pack of tickets every hour while we're on the air. So, um, last hour's winner was Dwayne Cofield. Um, we got two more to give away a little bit later on this hour, so stick around for that. We're going to get back into this Hillsong Church documentary. on Paramount+. Plus. You might have went to the No, 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 no. Of...
1: Discovery+.
0: Discovery+. Plus. Plus. Discovery+. Plus. Uh, you might have went to one of these affiliated churches they out here. A, a
2: big one in L.A. Don't what what, what yeah, do you know the do. name of it? Let me Let see. See. I think it's just Hillsong yeah. L.A. We'll get to
0: Let's that see. when we when we come forward. Uh 20 1580 This is KBLA Talk 1580.
3: Courage is, Courage contagious. is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580.
0: tight for legitimate political discourse? Without the bear spray, Spray. tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back. Don Amici versus everybody with Kristen Kiara 800-920-1580. Hillsong Church is a documentary on Discovery+. Plus. Let's get to the story first, which is, uh, it says Hillsong co-founder has resigned after allegations of misconduct. Um, The controversial written Australian megachurch is having a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the cut, uh, Wednesday, March 24th, Brian Houston, the leader of the and co-founder of Hillsong, resigned following an internal investigation into allegations of misconduct. Uh, now, I read these allegations, and I was like, oh, this didn't seem so bad. Houston had been accused of misconduct before, a different kind. In August of 2021, he's accused of covering up his father's crimes against minors.
2: Uh, okay, when we say crimes against minors, we mean sexual assault against little boys, Listen in some here. cases potentially rape. Criminal so. charges were
0: brought against him in Australia, claiming that he knew his father was molesting minors and failed to report it. I didn't read about That's that.
2: That's a big mm-hmm. deal. That was 2021. And the failure to report, can I tell you something? Yeah. I've seen it in a lot of churches, the failure to report. People get caught up trying to protect other people. It's not cool. Uh,
0: Houston denied the allegation at the time, channeling Washington Post. I vehemently profess my innocence. The charges repeatedly led to him stepping down as Hillsong's global pastor in January and has now been dismissed entirely, although the official reason has nothing to do with the changes. There were two specific instances of alleged misconduct that led to Houston's resignation. Uh, as described in a statement released by Hillsong on Friday, March 18th, the first took place a decade ago. So these are the, the allegations I saw. First took place a decade ago involved inappropriate text messages from Pastor Brian to a member of the staff, which su- subsequently resulted in the staff member resigning. At the time, Houston reportedly sought treatment for dependency on sleep medications, which I was like, really, though?
2: That's your excuse? <laughs> I was texting you <laughs> inappropriately because I, I was uh, tired uh, uh, and I took mean, a bill. Well,
0: unless the medication is allowing your, what do they call that? Your, your um, when you're drunk, you're so free. What do they call that?
2: Your inhibitions. Your inhibitions
0: to come through. So when you're when you're sober, you have more control over your character, and then when you're drunk, the inhibitions come through. So
2: Sleeping pills? Have you ever taken a sleeping pill that made you text women inappropriate things? Yes. Yeah. No. Never.
0: No, I've taken al- yeah. alcohol that made me yeah, do that. Yeah, maybe.
2: Yeah, alcohol does that, but not
1: sleeping pills.
0: I... I'll try it tonight. And we'll
2: see. Oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, the second incident <laughs> occurred in 2019. So that was a decade ago. I was like, oh, uh, okay. All right. He inappropriately texts. I mean, we, you know, we fault this men. The second incident occurred in 2019 when he, so he's got, you know, 10 years of good behavior, or at least nobody's saying anything.
3: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, second incident occurred in 2019 when Houston, allegedly under the influence of an anti anxiety medication mixed with alcohol, stumbled into a woman's hotel room.
2: Stumbled in.
0: Although parts of the complaint weren't able to be sustained, important elements of the complaint were sustained and the conduct was of serious concern. Now, listen, I take anti anxiety medication. I walked into the women's bathroom one time to use the bathroom.
2: And you think it was because of the medication? I don't. I also take Lexapro and never have I ever stumbled well, into yes. anybody's room.
0: Well, yes. But, you know, I'm I'm in the unk <laughs> phase of life. You're still in the, hey, look at me. Uh-huh. Okay. No, so I, I was extremely embarrassed. I I walked in, and I was like, where are the urinals at? "Eh, okay. And there's women in there, like, doing their business on either side. So I go into a stall, and I can only imagine the horror that must have went through their mind when they heard this man standing up peeing inside of a stall with his big man pee
2: big man pee I would have been afraid
0: well I mean you're right you know you know that sound of, yeah, of a it's man like loud. it's like you like
2: because it's co it's coming I've thought about this it's coming from further away mm-hmm. when you sit down it's closer so it's not as loud. right
0: so you know that that's not a woman next to me and so I'm like oh my god what do I do and as I was like, and luckily none of them came out and they were probably scared to death and I walked out and I'm like oh my god I was just in the women's bathroom I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad nobody came in. I'm glad nobody came in. I terrified those women out. So I, now I don't know how much of the anxiety medication, other than my just, you know, not paying attention. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> exactly. My thing is to stop trying to protect people with stories about an anxiety pill and a sleeping pill. Just say, I have problems. These guys have problems. Just yeah. admit it. Admit it. No, be so, honest.
0: So I didn't know. So I thought this was an isolated incident with this oh, one no, guy. No, they said I Houston is just the latest Hillsong leader like stepped it. down after a highly publicized controversy. In 2021, Daniel Barrett, the pastor of the church's Montclair, New Jersey branch, resigned after... <laughs> After accidentally sending a shirtless selfie to a church father It
2: was a mistake. <laughs> this accidentally, like, oops, I slipped into her.
0: It seems to be a theme here, right? Yeah. You know, um, I've never, have I accidentally sent anything to anybody? I don't think I've ever accidentally sent pictures to anybody. I, you know. Hmm. Anytime that yeah. anytime that screen comes yeah. on where I'm looking at something I don't want to see, I turn it right off. I'm, like, uh, yeah. I'm not doing this. Um, let's see here. So, let's see. Before that, Hillsong's New York leader, Carl Lentz, was ousted from the organization. He that was in... the
2: one who was friends with Bieber.
0: He... Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Carl Lentz.
0: The one that he was hanging He was Him
3: and Bieber He's were hanging, hanging out. out yeah. He was counseling Bieber for yeah. a while, oh, right?
2: yeah. And he also had a whole girlfriend on the side who was Muslim. Not even Christian. Whoa. And he was telling her, like, you're the best sex I've ever had. I have something special with you. Did they have, like, audio or something? Oh, they have... She told all because he lied to her and she was like, screw this. You don't get to tell my story. I'm telling my story. Well, she which, shows the videos, the text messages. He got caught because it's, oh, it's in the oh, it's in the documentary. All of which, it.
0: Which, which episode? That's the it? first episode.
2: So first he, story he, is Carl Lentz's story. Okay,
1: so he lied to her. Did she know who he was?
2: When she first met him they met in a park and she he just said Carl and she was like, oh, what's your last name? He's like, oh, I don't want to tell you because I don't want you to look up. I don't want you to look me up. I just want to get to know each other. I think that's more special." special but she figures it out and they but then he convinces her i'm not happy in my marriage you're the one i really want this whole thing and they have this whole relationship where he's sleeping with her and coming over every week etc cetera, etc cetera. but then when one day he's i guess they were messaging and you know how you can message on your mac Is she, an Arab, is she a Arab his woman? wife and was at work oh yeah, the
0: iMessage caught him up
2: yeah and oh. the wife saw on the i message and someone from the church was standing behind her so they had no choice but to Report it. Damn well, I you, have Apple. A choice. But... Damn you. Wow. So he got himself caught up, and then he kind of called the girl and was like, "Sorry, we're not doing this." And she got wind that the story was coming out. She's like, "Oh no, no, no! Don't paint me. Don't you're. Uh, let me tell my side of the story. Yeah, of your course. church isn't going to get to paint this picture and say I was taking a sleeping pill and just like showed up at this girl's house. Was not she, after I was your serious girlfriend for a year. Was it was she, a year. Was she black? <gasps> No, she's uh, Palestinian. Indian, Palestinian, Palestinian. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't want to give the wrong thing. Oh, she they, looks oh middle, yeah, so Palestinian. He,
0: so he was a young pastor that Justin Bieber could kind of relate to. I see they're out of the bar drinking, doing shots.
2: Doing but shots. Justin with Bieber, you can't be that. That's what? Well, I, mean, I mean,
0: they're just they're doing a shot for Jesus.
2: But then it gets worse because you see people in his church where there's this guy and this girl dating, and they broke up, and he tells. He asked her like, "Well, were you protected?" And she's trying to say like, "Yeah, of course." And he was like, "Oh, you were protected, so you'd had premeditated sex. You guys need to break up. You're not good for each other." He kicked her off the worship team and t- kicked the guy off of whatever team he was on, made them break up and like shamed them. Meanwhile, He's, you have a whole yeah. girlfriend? Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, oh, yeah. you're
0: having an affair on your wife. See somebody mm. just somebody just chimed in on on the on this whole thing on the open mic.
1: Hey, Donna Michi. This is Michelle calling from Inglewood. The worship team is the same as a praise team. Well, what's They're a
0: praise team? Five oh, or six gosh. people. They do the it's opening the same thing. It's the thing. Oh, right. Are they the ones with the mask and they do hey, that God. little oh, mime God. dance?
2: No. This is Michelle That's like praise Englewood.
0: dance. You're talking about those are the praise doing, dancers. Yeah. How many offshoots of the praise do we have? We got praise worship, praise team, praise dancers.
2: I mean, depends on what church. You know, the poet, he was going to this uh, super white church, Santa Monica. They have like praise violinists.
0: Okay. What, what, church, what church in Santa Monica was it? I
2: don't want to disclose. A, oh. a white, rich one. Really? Rich, was it, was it downtown church. Santa
0: Monica or towards the back Towards of Santa the beach. Towards the beach, okay. Hmm.
2: hmm.
1: The worship team is the same as a praise team. There's usually about five or six people. They do the opening of the service singing a couple of praise songs, and then they sit down after that all right worship and praise praise and worship same thing one in the same
0: why, 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 why can't we just call it the choir
2: the choir is a big group of yeah. people it's That's not just five or eight. six
0: people
1: it's a big group huh you sure
2: yeah oh
0: all right all right
2: i mean sometimes you have the praise team or worship team whatever you want to call it and the choir singing behind them
4: like do i have to have an organ
0: for it <laughs> to have a choir no Jesus <laughs> oh, it's not funny. Please
1: come It'd out. make me laugh, and I'm not supposed to laugh. It's insensitive.
0: Do you wish to accept Christ in your life? That's the of death.
2: That makes me what? Some communion crackers. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so we're, we're going to get to more of this uh, Hillsong theme because it's very interesting. This uh, documentary is on Discovery Plus. Not that we're getting money to talk about it, but it's just fascinating on how. And, and this is, and this is before before we move on because we're getting close to the bottom of the hour. This is the hard thing about the discipline of the religion. It's placing an expectation on individuals, on human beings, that they're just—I don't know if they can live up to. And it's hard. I mean, if the leader of the church is falling.
1: I would say that excuse to me, this is just to me, would stand for a priest. But when you're a married pastor... Maybe he was just too, maybe he got married too young. Maybe this really wasn't his calling. Maybe he actually just did it for well, the money. A I don't lot know. of them,
2: in my opinion, too. They're more, they seem like they're more into being rock stars. Yeah, that's
1: what it, yeah, exactly. So now for a priest, I just don't think, I think it's hard to live that life where, you know, you're not having sex, period. I'm sure it's hard.
0: All right, more of this conversation when we come forward to KBLA Talk 1580. A
3: safe place to
0: go loud, loud. loud. A great place for progressive politics. KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for Progressive Talk Radio. Be heard. Uh, welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back to Anamichi Versus, Everybody with Kristen and Kiara. We're talking about this Hillsong Church. Um, you know, in the broadest scheme of things, it's like we're all believers of God here. And it's just, it's, I think this is fascinating because it's, to me, it's kind of hurtful when you see things like this happen inside of a church because people just really want to be a part of. I think people go to church because they want to believe in God. And here we are having these leaders that are are conflicted and, and living life against the ideology that they preach.
2: And I think it's important to talk about it, too, because it from the people that I know, which is quite a lot now, especially millennials and mm-hmm. Gen Z who want nothing to do with the church, I think a big part of it is... I've experienced this hurt, this abuse, this whatever, and people are gaslighting me and telling me, no, you didn't, or stop talking about it, or not acknowledging it, and that can be really hurtful.
0: Mm -hmm. It's very hurtful. Yeah,
2: I think it just makes, you just push people further and further away.
0: I was wondering why this, this guy and Bieber were like two peas in a pot. I know,
1: I, I know, it was really interesting, but I actually was impressed, because it seemed like he helped out Bieber, and... Then I started hearing about other celebrities that were going. I heard, but I'm, okay, again, I try not to be judgy, but I'm human and I am very judgy when it comes to certain things. When I heard the Kardashians went, I was like, oh, gee, what is this all about? Because I just felt like they didn't, I I never really watched their show, but you would hear things. I'm like, wouldn't you want to show us a a reflection of the church that you go to?
2: Well, keep in mind, too, a lot of these churches would have, like VIP sections in the front. VIP. The yeah.
1: Oh my god. I yeah. know the, fr- the front
2: of the church kidding. is not re- reserved for the old ladies in white. No, it's for celebrities or you could pay to be part of the VIP.
0: Pay? What? Yeah. No. You, you this is
2: I'm not making it up.
0: This is a this is a you're trolling me.
2: I'm not. It's in the documentary, but also I went to, to an unnamed mega church out here where the VIP I tried to sit in a section they're like, "Oh no, this is for like the celebrities and stuff." And I was so confused. I had just moved out here from Virginia. I was like, "What are you talking about?" But they tried to explain it to me. Well, we want to make sure they know if they come, they have a place. They don't have to sit in the back and feel uncomfortable. It's
0: church. It's you. <laughs> you come as you are, and there is no like we're all submitting here.
2: Nope. No. I church. think I Everyone went to. not um, equal.
0: I went to West Angeles, and I think they used to put celebrities in the front row. Highly offended, I sat in the back.
2: I didn't see see you
0: in the front. No, no. I, I, actually, I, 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 I'm very low key when I go into places. I just I don't want you to talk to me. Yeah, John's yeah, the opposite.
2: Too, yeah. He's like everyone's gonna recognize me <laughs> here. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want you to talk to me. I want to I want to get in in the back. I'm just want to be very low key. I, I Matter of fact, I'm like a fart. You, you... Oh, that's
1: oh my gross. Gosh. Come
0: on. You God. smell me, but you're like, who did that? Oh, God.
1: oh my gosh.
0: So Carl Lentz was ousted from the organization. This was the guy that was hanging around with Bieber. He he later confirmed that. He had extramarital affairs and was. He had
2: a girlfriend.
0: And was subsequently accused of more inappropriate conduct with women, including including the allegation by a dog walker who said he heard Lentz making sex noises with a younger star per Vanity Fair. Lentz's abrupt departure from Hillsong and destruction of his reputation and followed were especially dramatic, considering his close ties to Hillsong's most famous celebrity devotees. Lentz had attended Justin Bieber's wedding, and was known to associate with Selena Gomez, Vanessa Hutchison, and other Hollywood acts. Bieber's arguably Hillsong's most famous member. He has since distanced himself from the church. And and look, look at Bieber. Going through so much turmoil in his life, feeling the weight of the world resting upon his shoulders of, why did God make me this famous this this young, what can I do with it? I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? Probably understanding that he was being childish, did not have a tremendous amount of, that he has a tremendous amount of power at his fingertips. How could he use that for good or for God's purpose? I think mm-hmm. that's probably what he was trying to work through and go through. Um, let's get to this documentary because they, they interview this guy's girlfriend, which is a Palestinian girl. And I feel bad for her, but she so she didn't didn't know he was married or anything like that.
2: Not when she first met him. And mm. after a while he she figured it out. But you know, he did the very Well, well I'm happy. not happy and you're my person and it's different with you and et cetera.
0: Wow. Wow. Can you give us a timeline of uh how long you and Carl were together?
5: Five it was five months. So me and Carl were together for like five months.
0: Oh, it was it was a fling. Oh I thought it was like five years. Oh, okay. He
5: kept coming to my house. Then, at some point, he took off his necklace. He was wearing an eagle pendant. And um, he gave me the pendant, and he started crying. And you he- know,
0: it's funny. He probably has like a thousand of <laughs> <And laughs> I know. And it's I probably like that. the absolute <laughs> yeah. move. Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah.
0: I prayed over this. I got this in <laughs> Jerusalem <laughs> when no, I went on my pilgrimage to God. So
2: sad.
0: And, and I had a bunch of people pray over it, and I know you're... You, you know, it's Palestine to you, uh, and I want to give this to you. assalamu alaykum.
5: He said he feels something about him not being vulnerable, but being around me make him feel vulnerable. I mean, later on, I realized it's both People at, that went to the church said
0: he cries all the time on
3: stage. I remember sitting there, tears in my eyes. I don't know why I'm so weepy. I
4: love people.
0: I think that's God, really. I think that, I think he believes what he's... I Listen, I don't doubt for one second that he believes what he believes and there's a certain emotion that comes over you when you start thinking about God I I felt that it feels like you have God in your heart and it's just you want to cry and tear up I don't think it was a lie but at the same time you can still be a crappy person. Well the truth
2: is we don't know it's not to say that the spirit can't bring you to that place but
0: i could listen i could have told you there was something up with this guy just by the fact of those glasses he was wearing oh my god it looked absolutely horrible and i'm like those glasses serve no purpose my mom said
2: that too i like (laughs) the glasses no
0: the glasses serve no purpose other than aesthetics for this guy and i'm like anybody who's a pastor and you're trying to look cool i mean it's one thing to dress cool but the glasses oh
2: well you got to see the guy on i forget which episode who talks about uh sneakers for preachers preacher sneakers how they're like thousands of dollars of shoes that they're all wearing. oh
0: preacher! oh yeah there's an instagram account yeah. you want right
3: i oh, don't make money wondering run. if i'm emotionally unstable absolutely this is fake <laughs> <laughs> it's all for show
5: <sighs> i got to know him more than i think anybody else got to, to know him i bet and
0: she's hot i think she is she is beautiful
5: he was the main he was the character of his own show and then i was uh i was just uh an add-on you know he always wanted to feel like he's he's somebody
0: so does everybody
5: you know i've never been part of the the christian culture like that i don't know what he really does at the church all i know is that his persona his chaos brought chaos into my life
0: hmm. Would you have said that if he divorced his wife and left you and married you?
2: But a lot of, I know a lot of people who, well, sometimes, especially if you're not Christian. Number one, she's not Christian, so let's just start there. She's mm-hmm. not holding herself to the standards of Christianity. Number two, she was unmarried, so she didn't have a partner or somebody that she was cheating on. And there was were pieces in here, I don't know how soon, if it's this part or before, where she he would tell her things like, well, I go home to a family, you go home to no one. How does that feel? <gasps>
1: That's so rude. That's
0: not cool. Say that. say,
2: yeah, that's mean.
0: To that's herself. abusive,
1: right? How that's
2: very abusive. How is a pastor
0: on stage? Well, this sounds like he needs therapy. But also, to...
2: again, I, from my reading of the Bible, Jesus was turning up temples and like y'all not doing this this is not what I came for this whole idea where you have a huge audience and a big stage and mm-hmm. you're kind of this celebrity this is new the celebrity pastor thing is new I and we know it's hard that. to be a celebrity like look yeah. Will Smith Like it, there are a lot of pressures that come with celebrity so there's the question of can you really be an effective servant to God and also a celebrity rock star
1: the one thing that I did learn when I read not read when I saw that I uh, Eyes of Tammy Faye Baker, which was an eye-opener because those are some evangelicals that when I grew up, they were old school that people knew about. And to them, like having that 700 Club was, you know, you were like a um, a big celebrity in their own eyes, you know, and it, it, they didn't seem like they really wanted to do much to in service of god it was more about them and their ego which was really disappointing that's what people have to be real real careful well you got to be rooted you know? in
0: your you, first of all you got to be extremely grounded and it's and it's very hard for a person very young to be grounded and get immersed into a massive amount of fame and and just a lot a lot of stuff and like
2: celebrity that attention, celebrity attention right, and because, you're in all these newspapers and magazines you
0: shouldn't need to be a celebrity to spread the word you should spread the word and if celebrity comes from that then that's the way it works yeah and then on top of that you shouldn't even buy into the celebrity i mean even that no, even, no. even that quote that Denzel Washington said last night the devil comes when you're at the highest when you're at your highest honor that's just that's you know that's that's absolutely right and what it is is that when you get to a certain level where there are no rules for you it's up to your character to hold yourself together, because when you when you're at the bottom and you can't really do anything, but then you have then all of a sudden you're at the top and you have access. That's really when you when you really shine. Yeah, you know, and it's like yo, you got to say no, you got to protect yourself. There's people coming for you. It's it's a whole different type of power that you uh, have to protect yourself from. If some people aren't ready
3: for it, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Is it? Well, it Sounds like a lot of work. That don't sound like peace.
2: With spirit, that's the question. <laughs> With that whole purity thing, when you mess up, it's not like there's no hope because then there's but there's marriage. So marriage is the new shiny penny.
0: Is it?
2: Oh yeah, After that's Carl. a whole topic because can I tell you something? I know. A lot of people that rushed into marriage, not because they felt like they were ready, but because their pastor or whoever said, If you want to have sex, you have to be married, so I was like, well, I guess we should just get married quick
1: that's kind of like I think the old days like in the fifties, I think people just got married, you know,
2: so that they could do just it they c- c-
1: could do it hmm.
2: get the deed done
0: yeah. hmm. interesting okay <laughs> listen more more on this this saga about hill Hill song the church or the uh the the cult, I guess you could say maybe.
2: It feels kind of cultish. feels kind of
0: cultish. Yeah, you know, the we'll get to that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580.